The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Inside Out with your host, Beth Green. This is James Maynard, your co-host. Today's topic, Making the New Year New. Predictions, Hopes, and Commitments by you and the gang at Inside Out. Here from the hilarious Madame Azurka and the lofty guru, uh, Beth's alter egos, as well as from Beth and myself, as we look back at 2013 and forward to 2014. Let's hear from you. Let's get real about the year that's passed, not only what happened, but how we felt, thought, and behaved. Let's also share what we've learned. And then, to, then, the, then let's look into our crystal balls to see what's up for next year. Promises we're going to make to ourselves, even if we break them before the first day is done. And hunches we have about what's next for us and for our planet. And most important, let's connect to our deepest hopes for the coming year. And what can we do to support their realization to truly have a happy new year? You can call in or email Beth with your questions. And now here's your host, Beth Green from the Inside Out. Hi, everybody. It's, wow, I can't believe it. It's the last day of 2013. Another year come and gone. <laughs> well, this is kind of interesting. I, I, I just got an email on a different topic, not about Inside Out. And at the bottom is a quote by Mahatma Gandhi. And it says, freedom is not worth having if it does not include the freedom to make mistakes. And that just triggered a thought about predictions for the new year and all of that. That one of the reasons I want to know what's going to happen next year is so that I can make all the right choices and not make any mistakes. (laughs) God forbid I should make mistakes in 2014. I made plenty of mistakes in 2013. So on our show today, we are going to be having, uh, hopefully, I'm, I'm sure we're going to have some callers. And I want you guys to be making predictions and not to leave it all to our co-hosts, Madam Azurka and the Guru. But before we get into any of that, and I'd like to introduce Madam Azurka and the Guru. Now, those of you who are familiar with Inside Out know that these are my alter egos. That is, they just come out of my mouth, I have absolutely no control over what they say. So, Madam Mazurka, are you here? Of course I'm here, darling. I'm always here. I'm always ready to be on the radio or on the television or in the movies. In fact, I'm expecting a contract any day now. A contract, uh, Madam Mazurka, you are dead, you know, so that might be a little bit difficult. Well, yes, but we should limit ourselves. I mean, this is the very important thing that people talk about all the time, that we should not have self-limiting beliefs. So just because I'm dead doesn't mean that I can't have a movie contract. Well, thank you for sharing that. I, I, feel, really, <laughs> I feel really, really, 
really assured that we're going to have great wisdom on the program today uh, as people are calling in and listening in to find out what's going to happen next year. So any time, darling, you know I love to be on the program. Okay, and now, Guru, are you here? Well, I am and I am not. Okay. Uh, would you like to explain to us what you mean by I am and I am not? I think it is ridiculous that people are asking for predictions. I, I, this is a horse and pony show, or is it a dog and pony, or is it a pony and a cart show? In any, in any case, I am not a wind-up toy who is going to answer questions of this kind of caliber. So, uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, uh, can you tell me then why you came? Um, I don't know. Uh, I felt a strong wind under me, and uh, suddenly I was here. And if I am here, I am here, and I am going to assume that I am going to have something very profound to say at some point during the program. Okay, well, James, how does it feel to have these two co-hosts with us today? Yeah, um... It sounds like uh, we're going to be doing the heavy lifting. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, according to the blurb that you just read, and I love hearing these blurbs when we start the show because it reminds me of what was in my mind uh, when when I put together the show description, uh, is that we're going to actually start by taking a quick look back on 2013 and... why don't we ask you, James, and if Madame Azurka or the Guru wants to chime in now, feel free. What do you think was your most ridiculous moment in of 2013? Wow. <laughs> My most ridiculous moment in 2013. Yeah. Well, uh, the one that stands out right now is uh, one from the other day when I was uh, doing video of a home that you and I have made an offer to buy. Uh, where uh, I was sure I was acting reasonably, rationally, uh, as you were trying to make a point with me. But unfortunately, the video camera was still running. And it recorded the whole thing. And I was shocked when I heard it back. Because I was talking over you. Uh, You were very patiently trying to make a point with me. And I was very uh, strongly uh, asserting my point, my way, my thoughts. And I wasn't hearing what you were saying, because I liked my thoughts better than anybody else's. <laughs> and uh, it was a shock. I, I felt really ridiculous to hear myself back uh, on that, that recording. So I'd have to say that's one of my more ridiculous moments, because uh, it's right there recorded on tape. Well, darling, you're only saying, this of course is Madame Mazurka, uh, you're only saying it's you, one of your most ridiculous moments is because it was recorded. You have ridiculous moments like this every day. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, ooh. That's ooh. why it's so hard to pick any <laughs> one of them that's the most ridiculous. 
<laughs> oh my God! Is that song? It's the most ridiculous time, time of, the of the year. So, uh, uh, I, oh my God! I hope nobody's going to ask me that question. Did I'm going to ask you that question. I haven't even prepared. What is your most ridiculous this? moment of the year? All is fair. This is fair. Okay. Play. Okay. Okay, I would say my most rid- most ridiculous moment, um, and they're all competing. My most ridiculous moment of the year was when I actually believed that doing an internet radio show was going to relieve me from having to make a living. <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, when I actually had a momentary belief that we were going to be flooded with income-producing. Uh, passive income possibilities and at the ripe old age of practically 69 uh, going on 122 that I would uh, be able to slow down or retire. So in my, uh, I think that was at least right up there. (laughs) So what do you think that these, uh, wait a minute, is it the guru? Guru, do you have something to say? Earth to guru? Earth to guru? Um, this is a very good, uh, actually, beginning to this program because there is less dog and pony uh, than I anticipated. Well, just give us some time, Guru. We, we haven't had the callers uh, call in yet. Um, but anyway, so because um, it is so wonderful that uh, you people are willing to speak so openly about uh, your ridiculous uh, moments. And this is very... Uh, um, connected to my countryman, uh, Mahatma Gandhi, that freedom, I must include the freedom to make mistakes because uh, mistakes are only stepping stones to learning. And it is uh, wonderful uh, that you uh, begin with this. But uh, are you willing to look forward to another year of mistakes or are you hoping that something miraculous happens and that next year is not going to be anything like the year you have just passed? Ooh, ooh! I think he, I think he's got me on that one. What about you? Well, Jay? I would like to say something there. Okay. I would, I would like to think that we are evolving, and that somehow, some way, next year could be somewhat better than the year just passed. That well, I could be more conscious. Uh, would I you could like learn something ask, from this past year? Uh, yeah, would ahead. you like to ask the guru if he thinks that that's what's in store for you for next year? Uh, yeah. So, uh, guru, uh, what are your thoughts on that? Be, could you be more specific? Or could you say, uh, am I going to be less uh, goofy, doofusy, make fewer mistakes next year? Be more conscious? Yeah, that's the question. Uh, okay, well, go ahead and ask him. Okay. Uh, yeah. Is it likely that I will have learned something from this past year's experiences such that uh, I would be less uh, goofus, doofusy uh, in making big mistakes, silly mistakes, than the, the, the than the year passed. Of course not. You, <laughs> you you have learned some things in the last year. I'm very happy to say, but that will not stop you from making colossal errors in the future. Mm. What do you think? Evolution also includes uh, increasing uh, levels of uh, challenge, mm. and so if um, if the child makes a mistake. At uh, one year old and needs to learn something. Does that, uh, and he and he or she learns that. Does that stop you from making mistakes when you are thirty-five? Mm, good point. Oh, uh, uh, got me there. 
uh, well, well, then, uh, what is going to make the new year new if it's not that we're not going to make this, you know, uh, equally stupid mistakes next year as we've made this year? Uh, what, what's going to make the new year you? As a matter of fact, we're going to be talking about that next week about new beginnings and all of that sort of thing. But well, there's I, something I'd like to share. What, what would that be? Yeah, I was on my uh, support call with my three other buddies this morning, and we uh, all shared about what's the biggest change we've made over the past year, and what are we looking forward to, to to try to change in the coming year. And I, looking back, have seen that I'm far less reactive than I was before. I mean, Hallelujah! I was. <laughs> <Hallelujah>. <laughs> I mean, I used to hold resentments for days at a time. Years. Even weeks or even years. Yes. And now it seems like I have a 24-hour cycle. Within 24 (laughs) hours, uh, much of that gets dissipated. And the intensity of my negative reactions is far less intense than it was in the past, or at least less frequent, uh, to be uh, of a high-intensity level. So I'd say there's been some real progress there. And so I, I count that as a form of evolution. But like the guru says, well, maybe my challenges will be even uh, more advanced in the coming year, but hopefully more subtle. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't get that impression. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, um, you've, you've answered a very important question uh, as we're wrapping up the, the year. You know, what, is, what has changed in you? Uh, what have you learned? What has changed in you the most in 2013? That's that's divine. Uh, now, however, I'd like to um, ask me that question. What what progress have I made in 2013? All right, James, ask me. So, Beth, what has, has been, been your biggest change during this past year? Ugh, I'm trying to think. <laughs> what, what? Okay. I would say that uh, I've made a little bit of progress in this arena. I'm less likely to blame other people for the way I feel than I was maybe uh, a year ago. Um, when you're as sensitive as I am, I, uh, especially, you know, meaning I'm very psychic and very intuitive, uh, it's so easy to pick up other people's feelings. And uh, it's hard to notice whether they are yours or someone else's. And I'm very aware of what's going on in the collective consciousness and with my friends and so on. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm literally impacted. I mean, I can be knocked out because other people are having some thoughts. And um, that has made me feel like I have to control everybody else's emotions so that I can feel better. Well, it may in fact be true that um, if I would feel a lot better if other people were feeling and thinking something else, but it occurred to me that it is totally not anybody's responsibility to change in order to make me feel better and that it is completely my responsibility. And I absolutely hate that thought because I have to go back to my own weakness. You know, why am I uh, being so impacted by what other people are thinking, especially you, James? And I know this is true for you guys out there who are in couple relationships, that it's tough because you pick up each other's feelings and you don't even know it. So uh, it's very good to bring this kind of information to each other's awareness, like, gee, I'm feeling a lot of fear. You know, are you having it? But 
I've gotten over blaming people. I'm, I can't say I've gotten over blaming myself. Now I blame me and I say, okay, it's my weakness. It's my vulnerability that's making me this way. And that puts me in a, a somewhat a better relationship to other people. And I think that is healthier. Don't you, James? Yeah, I think so. I like that. Okay, so before we are going to take a break, we are going to ask both uh, the Guru and Madame Mazurka have James and I been honest about our 2013. And then we're really asking you guys, when we, when we come back from our commercial break, call in and let's start having some fun with you, at your expense instead of at ours. So, <laughs> uh, Madame Mazurka, what would you have to say? Well, I would say that uh, James is so handsome as usual, and I would also say that he is kidding himself to a certain extent because uh, James uh, does not recycle in 24 hours. In fact, he recycles and recycles resentment, but I would agree completely that James' uh, decibel level of resentment has decreased dramatically. So you are doing very well, darling. And uh, I, I hope to spend another year with you. Yes, I would. And uh, what about, uh, what, what would uh, Guru or a Metamazurka like to say something to Beth about what she said about not blaming other people? Well, it's not very enlightened, you know, to blame anyone. Uh, so I'm glad to hear that that is your intention. I don't know that you're as good in the realization of that intention as you are in the statement of it. <laughs> oh, my God. They're fired. <laughs> this is me, another aspect of my consciousness coming out. I should be able to shut these guys up. <laughs> but I can't. So there you go. We are very shortly going to go oh, to a yes. break. Please call in. Send us an email. We can't do the show without you. We've, been, we've embarrassed ourselves enough. And don't forget, we're also going to be looking for predictions for next year. So call in, write in, and don't go away as we go to commercial. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Bring Beth into your world in person or via the Internet. Learn how by visiting her website, bethgreen.org. At the website, sign up for her newsletter to keep abreast of her latest activities, blogs, videos, and more. Just for signing up, you'll receive a free PDF copy of Living with Reality, her 688-page volume that helps us understand ourselves in relatable terms, as well as offers a proven program to heal and co-create a better world. But there's more. Learn about Beth's four other books, both fiction and nonfiction. Check out her gorgeous music, which is heartfelt and mystical. Become acquainted with Beth and James's programs for healing and training, and discover their community, the Stream Center for the New Spirituality, which welcomes you wherever you are in the world. All this and more can be found at Beth's website, www.bethgreen.org. Again, that's bethgreen.org. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel.
You're tuned in to Inside Out with Beth Green and co-host James Maynard. To reach us on the show, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send us an email, the address is beth at bethgreen.org. Now, back to Inside Out. Hi there, everybody. So, as you know, we're uh, anxiously expecting your calls and your emails. And while you are all rushing over to the phone to dial in, um, I would like to say that I don't blame you if after hearing the guru and Madame Zerker that you're absolutely terrified and uh, (laughs) do not want to call in and say anything because... uh, you're going to be exposed. But in any case, while uh, people are calling in, uh, James, would you like to make some prediction uh, for our world about what 2014 is going to look like? And we're not going to hold you to it because I never listen to anything that I ever do. So I'm not going to listen to this next year and say, oh, my God, James, you predicted the wrong thing. What's your prediction for next year? For well, uh, I like to keep track uh, of uh, political happenings. And there's oh, gonna I be thought a- you were going to say the sports scores. <laughs> <laughs> I predict the winner of the Super Bowl will be the Denver Broncos. That's one prediction. Oh, God. <laughs> I shouldn't have mentioned it. I said for our world, James. Our for world. our world. Yes. Well, uh, first I just have to say something about the United States. Uh, and that is, uh, I think the economy is going to continue to grow. I think uh, the stock market rallying like it did uh, at the end of the year here shows a lot of confidence in the economy. And so I think it's going to be an upswing, at least during the first quarter or two. I'm not sure what will happen after that. And also I believe that uh, Congress will pass a a new minimum wage law, raising the minimum wage, because uh, the Democrats are hot to have that happen. And the, the Republicans uh, are, are realize that this could be a wedge issue for the Democrats in the elections this coming year. And if they don't pass that, they'll be vulnerable to all those people who are not in the upper 2% voting uh, against them. So and that, that that's means my 98% of us, right? That's <laughs> okay. right. Okay, and we have our first courageous caller. It is Irene from Bonzel. Welcome, Irene, and please turn off your uh, radio. Hello, Irene. Hello. Okay, while um, we're working on Irene from Bonzel, uh, we have our first email, and that is from Christine. Oh, can you have James give the dial-in number again? James. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, that phone number is one eight sixty six four seventy two fifty seven ninety five. Again, that's one eight sixty six four seventy two five seven nine five. Thank you. Okay. Okay, well, then let's move on, and um, we seem to have a little uh, technical problem, so we're going to just move on anyway, and why don't you ask me, James, if I have anything to predict for the next year, for me or the world? Yes, okay, so Beth, what comes to you as regards uh, what uh, you sense might be happening during the coming year for the world? A lot of more turmoil. Ah, Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's a prediction or that's just resignation, common sense. 
I don't know, but that's kind of uh, the first thought that came to me is that there's still going to be a lot of turmoil. And, uh, oh, the Guru would like to say something about that. Well, I would say that this is a, bit, this is a good expectation because there is so much change that is taking place on this planet that it, there is no change without the turmoil. And uh, you humans are very uh, dedicated to having change be easy. And it is not and so it well whether it is in your life uh, for example you bet and um we have uh, and james your life is going through many changes and yet you have this foolish expectation that this will not be difficult okay well uh-huh. thank you so much irene <laughs> is back and let's try it again okay can you hear me yes perfectly great okay um I was going to say, I think I'm more foolhardy than courageous. <laughs> I've been all my life. But um, I think the prediction, and then this is partly hope, is that I will be quieter, kind of quieter, more inside, more mm. connected at deeper levels of myself, and uh, more of a listener this year than I have been in the past. I think that is absolutely lovely. Uh, and what I love about that prediction is that it's something that you have some control over. Of course, mm-hmm. we haven't got complete control over our emotions, but you have some control over that. And so many people are looking for a prediction about something that they can't control, which is why they're looking for the prediction. And so uh, uh, congratulations, Irene. That's divine. And uh, let us know next year, if we're still on Inside Out, how you did with that one. Or call in during the year and let us know. Thank you. And now we have uh, Roz from San Diego. Hello, Roz. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Hi. Wasn't that lovely uh, what Irene just said? I think that was absolutely lovely. I would totally agree that I'm in the foolhardy category as well. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> interesting enough, her prediction is uh, uh, very close to mine. I expect that this coming year is going to be a year of change, change, change. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if this part's as much of a prediction as it is a hope, but it is also a hope for me that I can... Um, encounter the change with more relaxation. Oh, my God. Uh. (sighs) (laughs) I would like that, too. I think the guru is trying to help us with that because he keeps telling us that uh, our expectation of what change is going to look like is kind of out of kilter. And part of what upsets me, at least, is when the picture doesn't look like what I expect it's going to look like. So if I just expected it to look chaotic and, and that it would be difficult, I wouldn't feel so bad or so tense or think that something is wrong. Hmm. Well, that's very interesting because I think I always live like it's going to be chaotic. <laughs> 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 and I still haven't found the relaxation in that yet. <laughs> that actually, the, the, the knowing that it's going to be chaotic has, has had me not want to go towards the change. So that would be a new piece for me would be to um, to not be stopped by the fact that it's going to be chaotic and to still go ahead and move forward. 
Oh, that's beautiful, too. Uh, that it's going to be chaotic, and it may even be, and I'm going to use the P word, painful. Painful. Oh. Painful. Oh, oh. Pa- oh no, not painful. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. You know, I uh, I heard a, a radio, uh, I'm not going to say who it was, but I heard someone th- doing an internet radio show interviewing somebody who talked about how the next year, this was, th- he was making a prediction about 2013, and that it was going to be a year of stability. And, of course, uh, I was listening to this uh, a couple of months ago, and I almost fell off my stool uh, <laughs> when I heard that because I wonder, you know, what universe this guy lives in. <laughs> I do, too. <laughs> and I think that's what people are looking for, you know, the happy, happy, happy talk. For But we're not going to give them that, are we? Not at all. Oh. <laughs> so, so thanks, Roz, for calling. Uh, I'd like and to share I- something with Roz, too. Uh, sure. uh, there's something about... If you don't move towards something, even if it might have the prospect of being painful, then it tends to fester and become worse. And so you know, I've, I've learned to welcome that. those challenges just because, hey, that's what uh, God, the universe, has put in front of me. And if I accept that challenge, uh, somehow it makes it easier. Go ahead. Yes, I I would agree with that. I was engaged in a conversation recently about uh living in the fantasy of what has been familiar as really being comfortable and uh, noticing that, you know, that, that familiar pain I've told myself in the past that, oh, this is really comfortable rather than that it's just familiar pain. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that pain is actually, it is worse. And it, it sometimes takes it becoming significantly bad before I'll move on to the next thing. And that's the thing I want to let go of this year. I don't want it to have to become the. I don't want it to have to fester for me to be able to move to move towards the next thing. So. Oh, right. now that would be a because uh, one of the things we said we talk about today is to connect to our deepest hopes, and that would be a deep hope and desire that we don't yeah. have to wait until things are excruciating before we <laughs> <laughs> we bust the move. So yeah. <laughs> thank you so much, Roz. Thank you. Okay, and we now have Christine from San Diego. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Well, I think I fit into the Roz, and I heard part of Irene um, category as I was trying to dial in. Of, um, <clears throat> I related to what Roz was saying about not wanting to go toward the change, and because it's so chaotic. And I also heard what you were saying about the new year uh, having a lot of turmoil, and I can relate to that. Um, I think I've been sensing it because I'm in my home office right now, and I have piles of um, multi-colored file folders that I just purchased and a label maker, and I've researched um, filing systems. (laughs) So I can just tell that I'm trying to get, like, Everything in order that I can possibly control and manage. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's a symptom of, I think, sensing that uh, while I hoped that 2013 would bring an end to the massive amount of turmoil I felt like I experienced last year, yeah. um, it, I don't think that's going to be true, like you said. Um, and I don't think I'm at the point yet where I'm one of those people that is like, yay, things are going to change, and it's chaotic and that's so creative. I don't think I'm that person. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd like to be, what, like what Ross said, more relaxed in the process um, and more, I don't know what to say, more willing uh, to go toward it, even if I may not, you know, em- em- embrace it, like, at the very moment it occurs. Uh, Guru uh, has something to share on that. Oh, good. Well, well you understand that, uh, there is uh, always uh, turmoil so when you're changing. So if you want things to get better, what are you going to do? Mm. You want things to get better, then there will be turmoil. Mm-hmm. You don't want turmoil, then things will not get better. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's an interesting take, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, uh, Chris, is there, uh, Christine, is there anything else you'd like to share before uh, we uh, hang up and wish you Happy New Year? Nope. Go on to your next person. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. New Year. <laughs> okay. We now have Chris from San Diego. Hi. Hello there, Chris. Hi. Hey. Good to be on the show. Good. Um, Great. I'm a little nervous about asking either Madam Zerko or the Guru for any assistance because <laughs> That's in the smart. past they've been blunt. <laughs> Not always something I want to hear or do I like the outcome. But <laughs> I'm going to go for it anyway. Um, I'm, really, I'm really seeking to get some idea about what I need to do to, to, to relax more into the present and just relax into the not knowing and let it be okay. Because I find that I'm so, you know, fearful and trying to control what's going to happen next and next and next that I, you know, I'm shut down really a lot of the time and particularly shut down sexually. So that's my question. That's my issue. I'm bringing it up today. Mm, that's a great one. I am that I am that. It's very good in theory to say, oh, I love change, because I am one of those people. So I love change. You know, but I actually don't love the process. I, my teeth start grinding, and I feel high anxiety, and I don't do very well with it. So uh, Guru has something to share on that. Well, um, this is very old kind style of uh, answer for what you're asking, uh, Chris, but... I think it's very uh, applicable to your situation, too. So it's um, when you are completely uh, focused on the moment, it helps. It does not eliminate the anxiety. So, for example, uh, if you are eating lunch, do you taste the food? Probably not. In fact, I know you don't. And so... In the moment that you are focused on tasting the food, your attention is taken off the future. And it is placed in the present. It is your senses, your um, many physical senses that are a, a great assistant for you um, in making this a transition. So when you are doing something physical, if, uh, you can... 
be doing it in an unconscious way. Uh, you could be doing the laundry and thinking about the future, and then it doesn't do you any good that you're doing the laundry. But if you are doing the laundry and you are paying attention to how your body feels, you may not like the way your body feels, but you're not think- thinking about the future. So this is a very important technique and tool which becomes a habit and those of um, you who are living in your heads, which most uh, of you are, um, are do uh, almost never practice this. And uh, sometimes people do this in our special moments, uh, uh, you know, in a, a meditation where they do this kind of mindfulness. But to live every moment in mindfulness would uh, be um, a, a tr- tremendous uh, leap for so many of you. Well, I think that's very helpful. The question is, how do you get yourself to do it? But what do you think of that, Chris? I think that is very helpful. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes, um, uh, So, darling, this is Madame Mazurka, so I'm, I'm really getting tired of the fact that the guru is taking up all the program. <laughs> I, I am the hen, and uh, he... <laughs> You know, he said he didn't even want to be on the sh- on the show. I'm even beginning to sound like him. I'm I'm half Madame Mazurka. I'm half Guru. Get out! Get out! Give uh, Give me some space to become myself again. Well, uh, my goodness. So, does no one want Madame Mazurka's opinion on? I any- do. I would okay. love to hear what you have to say to Chris's question. Okay, well, Madam Mazurka, we're related because if I could choose what I would do all day, I would drink and party and chase men. So <laughs> I'm totally your soul sister. Well, I don't, um, I don't have anything to say to Chris. I just want to say something. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, 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 um, also, darling, I don't want to chase men. They have to chase me. The most oh. important thing for any woman's self-esteem is that the men are chasing her. So, <laughs> oh, my God, I still hear guru in my voice. I end the break. We're coming to break. I'm going to try to extricate myself from his energy field. You know, we're, we're very permeable up here. I, you know, I, I am you and you are me and this is oneness. Take it a little bit too far. In the oneness. So, in the oneness. So I will say, uh, to everybody, um, I am, I am Madame Zorka. I am, uh, this is me, I am Madame Mazurka. Nobody, nobody is taking over my energy field. No study. And we are going to go to a commercial and uh, come back and see if I can regain my control over this program. Won't you come back, Mazurka? Won't you come back? So, guys. Don't go away. Keep those cards and letters coming. We're really enjoying the show, and we're going to commercial break. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Bring Beth into your world in person or via the Internet. Learn how by visiting her website, bethgreen.org. 
at the website. Sign up for her newsletter to keep abreast of her latest activities, blogs, videos, and more. Just for signing up, you'll receive a free PDF copy of Living with Reality, her 688-page volume that helps us understand ourselves in relatable terms, as well as offers a proven program to heal and co-create a better world. But there's more. Learn about Beth's four other books, both fiction and nonfiction. Check out her gorgeous music, which is heartfelt and mystical. Become acquainted with Beth and James's programs for healing and training, and discover their community, the Stream Center for the New Spirituality, which welcomes you wherever you are in the world. All this and more can be found at Beth's website, www.bethgreen.org. Again, that's bethgreen.org. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. You're tuned in to Inside Out with Beth Green and co-host James Maynard. To reach us on the show, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send us an email, the address is beth at bethgreen.org. Now, back to Inside Out. Well, why don't we talk a moment. Uh, James, give that phone number again, even though it was just said. Yes, yes. Uh, that phone number is one 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. Or the email beth at bethgreen.org. If you email us right now, I'll probably be able to get it in time for the show. So I'd like to uh, raise a question right now. Why do we even think we need predictions? What, what, is this, the, what is this obsessive need we have to know what's going to happen? So one thing already the guru said, and for those of you who just tuned in and aren't familiar uh, with the guru and Madame Mazurka, they are like these two personalities that come out of my mouth. They're like characters that show up, and I have no control over what they're going to say. <laughs> and there's, you know, they have very distinct characters. Um, and the guru was already, I think it was the guru who was saying that we want to have predictions so we know what to do so we don't make any mistakes. And that is part of it. And, um, but James, and, and I, yeah. we'd like to put this out to others in the audience as well. Um, why do you want to know what's going to happen? Well, speaking of somebody who has uh, dabbled with astrology and numerology and so on, uh, I have found that there have been some dominant themes of each year for me that were uh, were there for me uh, as information in astrology and numerology. And so uh, I, I try to maximize, for example, uh, in, in numerology you've got the years 1 through 9 and then 1 through 9 repeats. And I've always had a difficult time uh, until a certain point in my life with uh, a four-year which is like trying to live within limits, four square limits. And so uh, I started uh, trying to tap into the higher vibratory frequencies of the four in terms of uh, typified by the emperor card Uh, in Tarot, etc. And and, and everything got better. Uh, Everything got better. So uh, you may call that. Okay, Okay, James. Yeah. This is not it. That's not it? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No, no, that sounds way too grand. 
uh, while you're meditating on this question, uh, <laughs> we have two emails, and so I'd like to begin with the first one. And it's a, uh, a comment or a question from Elizabeth of San Diego. It, she says, I predict that I will be able to move beyond the blocks that have kept me from moving forward this year. Yay! Hooray. <laughs> now, the value of that prediction, I think, is a, um, is a, uh, a, a really a reinforcement of the energy to go forward. Sometimes we feel like we really want to shift something, but our fears that it'll never happen or our discouragement holds us back. So Elizabeth's making this prediction is going to help that prediction come true because she's putting some energy behind it. If something is not meant to be, I don't care what you do, it ain't going to happen. You know, there's nothing we can do. But if there is a good chance something is hap- going to happen and you put your intention behind it and you put your faith and your hope behind it, then it's much more likely to happen. Now, we have, before we go to the next message, it looks like we have another phone call from Ellen from California. Helen. Helen! Hi, Helen. Hi. Uh, you know, I... I've been having horrible internet problems during this whole show. Really? And it made me think, you know, how perfect. What a perfect way to end the year with just complete frustration and, you know, attempting to relax through it and think, well, I can watch the podcast if I miss, you know, too much of it. I yeah. I think of watching you because I look at the screen and I see your face. <laughs> so I think it's live. I realize it's a radio show. I'm not completely delusional. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think the reason that I like predictions is that life seems so crazy. And, and of course, the reason life seems so crazy is because sometimes I am so reactive to it. Oh, th- yes. Yes, yes, and, yes, and yes. So too, I desperately too. want to have something solid out there because I have so little faith that I'm going to be solid in here. <laughs> Yeah, that we're going to be able to handle our reactions to what life throws us. Exactly. Oh, I love that, how true so, it is. I certainly will predict that I'm going to be less uh, chaotic internally in 2014. Oh, good for you. I, on the other hand, I'm not going to predict any such thing for myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can predict it all day long. It, it just makes me feel better in this moment, and isn't that what it's all about anyway? Right, that is so true, but I would like to see, yeah, that's right, and if we go back to the Guru's suggestion that we actually experience the moment, that would be great, but I would like to predict that I am going to be just as nuts in 2014 that I was in 2013. Well, that's hey. a good bet. I'll put money on that. <laughs> Should be fun. <laughs> Thanks so much, hey, and happy, happy New Year. New Year. And we have an email uh, from Christine who uh, was uh, who called in just a, a little while ago, and she said, "Hi, I just wanted to say that I thought back through a lot of the positive changes in my life, and have to admit that yes, these times were accompanied by turmoil." And then she has a little smiley face, and she says, "Thanks, Guru, love C." Ooh, maybe we're. You know, look how much of this program has really been about how do we deal with the change that we're praying for? <laughs> you know, how do we deal 
with the uh, so uh, let's go back to uh, you know what you know what I'm saying that so much of what we're really talking about is being able to relax into the present uh, instead of actually thinking that we're going to get a handle on the future. Um, so James, uh, yes. I feel that we're ready to ask you again. So why do you want to know the future so much? Well, actually, I resonated quite a bit with what Helen said, which was that I wanted to feel more of a sense of uh, order out of chaos, more of a sense of security. Yeah. Uh, even, if, if it, even if it was a false sense of security, at least I'd feel better. Yes. Uh, but, but that's more in the past, because these days I don't really think much about uh, what's going to happen, because uh, I don't really know. Uh, although I do like to speculate a lot, don't I? <laughs> 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 yes, Got me do. there. <laughs> yes, you do. But um, I don't do as much uh, predictive stuff looking into the future as I used to. Uh, and I'm more uh, living in the not knowing and just having life unfold. And, and yeah, I speculate every day about what's going on with this person or that trend or whatever, but uh, uh, I don't plan my life around those things as much as I used to. Oh, that is terrific. I like that answer much better. <laughs> um, Guru and, oh, yes. Uh, so we have now Tracy from Phoenix. Hi. Good afternoon. Hi. Hello there, Tracy. Welcome to Hi. Inside Out. Thank you. Yeah, I've been listening to the show, and um, I love the topic of change, and I think that I'm so fearful of it, I don't even want to acknowledge that it's happened, because uh, this afternoon when I read the description of the show, I thought to myself, I haven't changed at all this year. In fact, I've only regressed. Nothing's gotten better, and (laughs) I I had all of these horrible thoughts. Like, I couldn't think of one thing that was better, which I know is not true. So, I thought that was an interesting reaction, and maybe relates to just not even wanting to face change, even... I don't know, even if it's positive. So that was one thing I wanted to share with you guys. Mm, that's so interesting. But now you realize how ridiculous that is and that you've changed a lot. Exactly, exactly. And right. on the topic of predictions, I think that what I like about predictions, and whether or not they even come true, is it makes me feel hopeful. You know, that it could be, you know, especially if it's about something that, like, I'm going to be more than I am now. I think I can get stuck in my own head of negativity like that, you know, example from earlier saying I haven't made changes or I won't make changes or I'm just going to keep repeating the same things I always do. And when I get a prediction of something that makes me feel like I'm progressing, then I, I just, I feel more hope with that. I love what you have just said. Just love it. Because um, it gives me an excuse to go on making cockamamie predictions, which I normally <laughs> do, by the way. Uh, because they, you know, maybe they're a little on the tough and stern side, but they're also very hopeful. And ha- keeping ourselves hopeful does impact the future. So mm. that... Um, the you know the downside of making predictions is we can be completely out of reality, and then we're not feeding the future at all. We're simply feeding our fantasy. But if we are connected to something that is really growing, like oh, 
there is a shoot growing up from the earth like a, like a blade of grass is, is breaking through and we have a sense that that's happening, then we can get excited and nurture it rather than to stomp on top of it with our big muddy boots. And mm. so having a sense of the direction things are moving in can actually help us in two ways. One is to keep ourselves hopeful, like you're saying, which is which creates a more positive feeling, at least in the moment. And the other one, it can guide us to, yes, we need to be cultivating these sprouts, these roots, and letting go of the ones that are really dying. Because part of what makes predictions valuable, if they are in any way grounded in reality, is that we have a sense of the movement and the direction. And we ask ourselves, how can we support whatever is positive about that momentum rather than to try to block it? So I see we have, uh, oh, two more calls and just a few more minutes. So let me move very quickly to Erica in San Diego and then if we have time to Todd. So Erica, very quick, um, sorry, but we're running out of time. Thank you, Beth. This has been a, a, such a fun show. Okay. I, uh, I think I can only say that the wisdom with pre- that comes along with predictions for me is to be careful what I ask for. <laughs> <laughs> it can yeah. come in a pretty box, but you never know what's in it when you open it and what you really have to go through to, to experience what it is you think you want. <laughs> oh, that is so true. Like you actually get the house you think you want. And then you find out that it's rotten. So, yes, I'm with you. Thank you so much. And Thank you. Todd, hey. Todd uh, from San Diego. Hi. 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 <laughs> oh, my. What, I gonna, what am I going to predict? Oh, my God. I'm on the spot now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Todd, you put yourself on the spot by calling. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to call. And um, so... Um, my prediction, um, and I want to see if this is accurate, is that I will continue to um, become less uh, interested in proving myself and more interested in building real relationships. Oh. Yay. Well, uh, Guru wants to say something. Okay. This is a prediction that you can make come through. Good. Yeah. <laughs> It will not be easy, but you can do that. So, thank you, Guru. Thank you, Well, guys, I love this show. I can't believe it's coming to a close. I want to say thank you to everyone who called in and everyone who wrote. And Happy New Year to you. And Happy New Year to all of our listeners. I would like to predict that Inside Out will continue to grow, that the audience will continue to grow, and that we'll hear from more and more of you. So we know that you're there, that you're more than just a number. And, uh, and by making that prediction, that helps me to continue to bring my energy totally into the show every week. And now... Not to say that you guys are not enough, but just that feeling of growth and that of being able to share everything that we're experiencing together in this online community. So, James, tell us what's coming up next week. Yes. Our next edition of Inside Out will be Never Too Young or Too Old, Embracing New Beginnings Inside and Out. How do we use age as an excuse? Have we said things like, I'm too young to quit drinking, too old to start a new career? Too young to settle down? Too old to change? 
really? And do we think we're too young or too old to learn music, start exercising, or get therapy? As we begin a new year, let's take stock of what needs changing inside and out. Do we need to end something that's hurtful but familiar? Should we start something challenging but nurturing? I, your co-host, will be one of the guests, as I am about to turn 70 next year. Am I one of those who thinks he's too old to make a new start in life from scratch? And we'll hear from Ann Brennan, a young public school teacher and the director of a family program training young kids to be conscious. She's teaching them self-awareness, oneness, and mutual support. So whether we're confronting our inner patterns or reshaping our outer life, let's start the new year right. Shake off excuses about age and welcome the new year with determination and joy. So join us, call in, or email your questions in advance. So still in the holiday New Year spirit, we're going to be continuing with a show that really is going to help us to make that New Year new. Thank you so much to everybody, and thank you to everybody at Voice America who helps make this program possible all year. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Listen for the next edition of Inside Out with Beth Green and James Maynard next Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have a great week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.